0: Hello and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. What happened in Monroe, Michigan during August 1920? This is a retro-style newscast with headlines from the Monroe Evening News of that month. 100 Years Ago is a history feature published monthly in the Monroe News. The registration for the primary election to be held August 31st, closed Saturday evening at the city clerk's office. Fred Kressbach, city clerk, stated this morning that about 600 new voters and those who had moved to other precincts registered. Of the 600 who registered, about 25% were women. This is one of the largest registrations to be held in Monroe for some time. Preliminary steps were taken at the city commission meeting Tuesday to place a bond proposition before the people of Monroe, for the purchase of the property and plant of the Monroe Water Company and the building of a filtration plant. A special election will be held in the near future for bonding the city for its necessary amount to buy the water company's property. And from a related story, everyone in Monroe is thoroughly familiar with the condition of the city water supply for the last 8 or 10 years the mixture of sand, mud, etc. whenever heavy rains or winds disturb the water in the upper end of Lake Erie, the disagreeable, nauseating taste of the water due at times to decomposition of vegetable matter in the lake, at others to the dosing with chlorine and sufficient amounts to make the water bacteriologically safe, are too familiar to every resident to require more than passing mention. Suffice it to say that the quality of water served up to the people of Monroe has been so bad that the State Board of Health has on many occasions insisted that the Monroe Water Company supplying a better quality of water and has made it clear to them that in the not very distant future the people of Monroe must be given filtered water. A brand new Ford touring car, the property of Frank Doyle, a well known farmer living south of Monroe, was stolen from near the family theater Sunday evening between 9.30 and 10 o'clock. Mr. Doyle and his family attended the theater, and when the show was over, returned to the place where the machine was parked and found it gone. The loss was reported to Sheriff Poupard and the police department, who telephoned nearby towns and cities. Up to the present time, no trace of the car has been found. The Ford had just recently been purchased by Mr. Doyle and was a 1920 model. The traffic census taken last Thursday on five improved roads in the county showed that a total of 4,903 vehicles had passed over the roads in 24 hours. The total tonnage during these hours amounted to 813 tons. A free moving picture entertainment under the auspices of the Monroe Board of Education will be given at the grounds of Central High School this Tuesday evening. The program will consist of National Review, Marrying Off Dad, Tunneling Under East River, and Mutt and Jeff, Submarine Chasers. The program is absolutely free, no admission and no collection taken up. The movies are intended to further the work of Americanization in the nation. The films are furnished by the Community Motion Picture Bureau of New York, which Concern finished all the films shown in the Army and Navy during the World War. L.W. Hall of New York, who carries his movie machine in a large black-covered truck, has charge of the entertainment. The bicycle hike of Scoutmaster Davenport and the Monroe Boy Scouts was a big success Sunday. The party rode exactly 53 and one-tenth miles. They left Monroe at 6.25 a.m. Sunday and arrived in the downtown section of West Toledo at 10.40 a.m. They had no wheel trouble, only a couple of spills, and the casualties consisted of a skinned elbow. One patrol and Scoutmaster Davenport made the trip, and everyone went through unassisted. Many stops were made for water, meals, swimming, etc. The boys had one big outing and returned to Monroe at 5.55 p.m. Sunday, a happy, tired lot. And finally, the Carleton and Lulu baseball teams crossed bats at Carlton Sunday afternoon in the presence of a large crowd of people. Carleton won by a score of 7-6, to and the game was very exciting throughout. The Lulu team will play the River Raisin Paper Company's team here Saturday, and a week from Saturday, the Carleton team will come to Monroe to play the River Raisin and Boys. It is expected that a record-breaking crowd will turn out to see the game when Carlton plays in Monroe, as the team always has been a big attraction here. The Carlton team has not played in Monroe in several years. You just heard some of the headlines from the Monroe Evening News in August 1920. For today's headlines from the Monroe News in audio format, listen to Monroe in a minute at noon, 3 and 6 p.m., Mondays through Fridays on Rewind 94.3. Narration and audio production by Paula Wethington for The Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of The Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.